Hey everybody, it is February 4th today when I'm recording, so tomorrow will be February 5th. And the sun has finally peaked out here, but it is cold, the roads aren't very good, we had a two-hour late start for school, and it's windy. Um, but I am so thankful for the sunshine. I, I cannot handle gray for very long, and we had many days of gray with no sun, and yesterday I was just getting really, really agitated. And I just was like, Lord, you're going to have to bring some sunshine, please, because I cannot take this anymore. And in the afternoon, it started to peek out and then it was streaming in our living room windows. So I just laid down there on the floor in the living room, literally, and just soaked up the sun. And I sat there and ate my lunch. Oh, it makes such a difference. So even though it's cold and windy and the snow is blowing and the roads aren't very good, my kids made it safely to school, thankfully. Um, I am just so thankful that there is sunshine. It makes just a huge difference. Um, so anyway, welcome to Embracing Homemaking. I am your host, Leah Coleman, and this is a new season. Our seasons on podcasts are kind of, I guess, long or short, however you want it to be. And um, we're starting a new season on this podcast, and it's going to be called Embracing Good Food. And my desire is, I don't know if you've listened to the previous podcast um, quite a while back, food, uh, what was it? I think it was like food versus real food. And I'm just really, oh, I talk a lot about it, but I'm really um, conscientious of the food we eat. Um, that, yeah, just so anyway, so this is going to be embracing good food. And I'm not talking about it just tastes good because um, that doesn't mean it's good for you. And in fact, I have gotten seriously to the point where I almost can't even go out to eat because the food bothers me so bad. I, can, I get a really bad headache or my stomach is just absolutely miserable. Um, yeah, I get bad headaches, my stomach is miserable. Um, those are the two major, major things that happen when I eat. And I don't know, I can guess on pretty much why, like what is it specifically? Um, it's probably a lot of MSG, a lot of preservatives, a lot of um, artificial flavors, a lot of fake food, um, a lot of, you know, who knows what, if you're, if I'm eating meat, which usually I am in a, in a meal, um, who knows what that animal was fed or injected with. Um, so it actually, for me, is quite discouraging to go out to eat because I feel so crappy afterwards. I mean, miserable. Like, not just a, oh, that really didn't sit right in my stomach. No, absolutely miserable. And um, so there is actually a place in the town, the bigger town that we go to, um, called the daily, which is clean food. That is one place that I can go to and look forward to it and feel good after I eat it because they are clean food. Um, my favorite meal there is the zoodles. So zucchini, uh, made into like spaghetti noodles. And then, um, they had these delicious Buffalo, Buffalo meatballs on top with a sauce like spaghetti. Oh, it's so good. And it is, it does cost more. It's not like you can, 
go spend five bucks and get this really good clean plate of food. So if Jason and I go, it's going to spend, we're going to spend a little bit of money there, which is fine. Um, because the price I pay for eating anywhere else is actually almost too high now. So I don't even actually look forward to going out to eat. The idea of going out to eat, I look forward to because it gives me a break from cooking because literally I spend a large portion of my day in the kitchen making food. Um, and so to have a break from food sounds awesome right up until I'm like, well, if we're going anywhere other than the daily, uh, I can't, I, it doesn't, no, it's not even fun. So, um, on Sunday I needed a break. Jason was heading out for a trip and, um, the next day and he hasn't traveled in six months. So anyway, I was just like, I just need a break. I really want a good burger and fries. And so instead of eating out, we made our own. Um, I did buy frozen French fries but they didn't have any seasonings on it. Um, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't recommend, but I don't not recommend. Like if you need something quick and fast and you don't have potatoes on hand or you don't want to make home fries, then yeah, just go get some plain fries. Just be very careful about the seasonings. If they have seasonings, these ones didn't. So I, I usually, if they don't have seasonings, I might put salt and pepper and stuff. I didn't even care. I just was like, just cook these babies up in the stove and get those hamburgers grilled up. It was really good. I didn't even have time to make, um, homemade hamburger buns, which I would prefer because again, I know what's in it and it's good for us. Um, like tonight we're going to have hamburgers and I am making homemade hamburger buns. Um, I didn't have time to, and so I just bought hamburger buns and that's that, you know, sometimes you just do what you got to do. So this season is going to be embracing good food. And, um, we're going to talk about different, I'm going to actually give you each, each episode, I'm going to give a recipe. And today's recipe is, um, for a honey latte. And no, that's not necessarily food, but we, I think probably the majority of Americans or just the world in general, probably drinks coffee or likes a good coffee or a specialty coffee once in a while. And usually I just drink black coffee, which also coffee has been a crazy journey for me. Um, I noticed who probably eight years ago, yeah, maybe eight or nine within the last 10 years that I used to put, um, sugar and like coffee make creamer in my coffee. Loved it. I think you could say that I probably had a little bit of coffee with my creamer. So I used to put a lot of sugar and a lot of creamer in my coffee every day. And then it turned into, it was too sweet. So then I took the sugar out and just used the coffee creamer. And then I noticed, I mean, obviously it took a little bit of time to figure out what, it, what was causing it, but I noticed that the creamer would make my, um, like my sinuses feel weird. I, I can't even explain it, but in my sinuses, I would just notice a weird sensation and I would just feel really weird, um, for a, quite a while after that coffee creamer in my coffee. And so then I was like, well, is it the coffee creamer? So then I took the coffee creamer out 
And it is, it was the coffee creamer. So then I moved to a more natural creamer and I wouldn't say, I don't know that it bothered me as much, um, but I didn't obviously stick with it. So then I moved to drinking when we started ordering our raw milk from our local um, certified organic dairy, then I would use the cream off of the milk, which is delicious. Um, but okay, something else was not sitting right and I would feel weird. And so I have figured out that I can have organic coffee and I just like it black. And does the cream bother me? No, but I just really like my organic coffee, just plain old black. But there are times when I want a good, delicious coffee with a little bit of foam and a little bit of sweet and a little bit of flavor. And I was um, watching this or reading a blog. I can't remember if it was a YouTube or if it was a blog. Anyway, of this um, lady, I think she's in Nebraska, and she made this homemade honey latte. She didn't have an espresso machine. Um, she just was like, just use your blender. Just heat up the or no, it wasn't a honey latte. It might've just been, she heated up milk on the stove and then made her coffee, obviously in her coffee maker. And then she poured that into a blender and blended it up and yeah, you get foam. And so, or the froth. And so then I was following another favorite homesteader of mine and they make honey lattes and they actually have the espresso machine and whatnot. They're pretty diehard espresso people. And I was like, oh, that sounds delicious. So I started making homemade honey lattes and I have come with, come up with a perfect for me ratio. Um, I'm not a barista, never have worked in a coffee shop. I don't even know what the milk to espresso ratio is when you go to a coffee shop and order a latte. No idea. But I will just give you the recipe that I call my homemade honey latte um, using organic coffee grounds organic, um, raw milk and raw honey. So raw honey is honey that has not been processed. There's still all the good, the goodies in the honey. Um, so yeah, obviously since it's getting heated up, that's probably taken out, but you're starting out with a really good honey. So, um, I brew up in my Keurig, there is a, um, option for a four ounce coffee and you can push the strong button. So I put a, quite a bit of grounds in there because I want it to be a strong coffee since it's a latte and I brew that up and on the stove top, I heat up about a quarter cup of raw milk and about a half a tablespoon to a tablespoon of raw honey. And when that milk is getting hot, but not boiling yet, you can see the steam is starting to come. Um, then I take that off and I pour the hot coffee and the hot honey and milk combo into my Ninja blender bottle, I guess you call it. Um, and then I push the Ninja button and you know, you don't have to have a Ninja, just use your blender and blend it for a good, I don't know, 30 seconds. And then I take it off and, um, I have to flip mine over to take the lid off. And then I pour it into my mug and oh, it is so, so good. And what I absolutely love about this honey latte is everything in it is good for you. The organic coffee, the organic raw milk and the um, raw honey, all three ingredients that are so good for you. I do not feel nauseous after I've drank it. Um, you could probably, if you can't handle dairy, you could probably substitute soy milk or almond milk or coconut milk. 
Um, we've done that here before because the girls really like their homemade honey lattes and Bailey has to use, she prefers to use something other than regular milk. Um, so that's how you make it super easy. I will put the actual recipe in the show notes. I hope I remember. Um, but yeah, a quarter cup of milk, raw milk, organic, a half a tablespoon to a tablespoon of raw honey, four ounces of strong brewed coffee and a blender and boom, you've got it. You didn't have to leave your house. It doesn't take very long. It maybe takes maybe eight minutes. Um, since obviously the milk isn't a lot, it doesn't take much time to heat it up and you're not spending, um, any money on it other than the ingredients that are already in your house and in your pantry. So that is a win for me because I love a treat of a drink and I just can't handle the, um, the non-organic coffees. I can't handle the, the, um, syrups. I just can't handle it. My body just does not process it. Other people can, I just, I can't. And so I don't feel crummy afterwards. I sit down, I enjoy my little honey latte. I feel like, yeah, I just had a great latte from a coffee shop and it was actually in my kitchen. And so that is a fun drink to make. I suggest you guys do it. If you don't have organic stuff or raw, you know, raw honey, use what you've got. Just start with something. Just try to change something up so you get good food that's good for you. Good coffee that's good for you. Um, yeah, so that is something, and I, I actually got the girls hooked on them because I don't even remember what it was. I think I like to take the girls. We like to go out for, you know, just to visit with each other. And one day I was just like, I can't get to town right now. So how about I just make you a honey latte? And they were like, oh, okay. And I made it for them and they just loved it. Yes, they still go to the coffee shop and get treats. But now we have another option here if we can't get to town or we just want to make something real quick or maybe the coffee shop's not open, whatever, or maybe they don't have the money. I don't know. But anyway, it's so good. Um, again, super simple, super good for you, super tasty. Um, yeah, so that's my coffee story. I cannot believe like when I started putting all of these I try to be very aware of like, what makes me feel crummy? Why am I feeling like with the creamer? Why, what is making me feel weird? And then I was like, I think it's the creamer. And there's just something in it because if you look at ingredients, if you start checking food labels on your purchases, you're going to be surprised at what you see. Cause, uh, a lot of flavors are like chemicals. That's what they are. They just sit in a, in a lab and come up with how to make a caramel flavored thing. And it's, uh, if you're having health issues, you know, like I used to get my right side of my neck and shoulder would hurt so bad when I would, um, drink this stuff. And it, it took me a while, like I said, to figure out what it was, but that's what it is because my body just cannot process through it. Um, so if you are having health issues, I would suggest 
trying to change up whatever you're eating to clean food. I'm no doctor. I'm just saying what my experience has been that changing what we eat and watching what we consume and what we're taking in my whole family um, appreciates it. It's not like they're like, Oh, I'm so glad you cook so healthy mom. You know, not all the time, although each of them have said it and, but they know when they have not been eating very good food, you know, if they've had a few treats out and about, um, or whatever, they're like, Oh, I'm not feeling well. I think it's such and such that I ate. And I'm like, yeah, probably. And so, yeah, good food makes a difference. Um, so that's your recipe for this week, the honey latte. I'll put it in the show notes below. Make sure you make it, just give it a try. It's not going to take up too much of your ingredients. And I think you'll really enjoy it. So yeah, embracing good food, people embrace it, enjoy it. Your body will thank you. You will thank yourself and you will notice a difference when you make a consistent habit of being careful about what you're consuming. Have a great weekend, guys.